Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, welcome to the first annual Rasamis. What? The the Rasamis. What the heck are you talking about? The uh, Right Sides Only Awards. Right Sides Only Awards show. Yes. Yes, sir. End of the year awards for the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series season. First uh, annual. Yes, sir. I'm excited for this. I'm excited. We have a lot of awards to give away, so I think we better go in and do it. And then for those that stick around, we have some additional uh, track news at the very end. Yes, sir. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, So, like we said, first annual. We hope to do this again, and hopefully we can have more uh, viewer-submitted awards. So exactly that would that would be really cool to build up to where we can we get have all some y'all awards that we made that. but I think it would be better if you guys submitted awards so if you do have awards let us know at rights only pod on Twitter yes, do sir. that or don't I mean that's, that's your, your call it's your choice anyway starting off with the first award category we have drivers of the year and hey let's start you know let's start from the bottom let's start from the bottom let's go I'm gonna start with who the, uh, is the driver of the year for the trucks. Well, I think it'd be easy to argue the champion because he won the championship, but... I don't think so. I'm not going to go there. I'm not either. <laughs> yeah, that's, we're going to pass on that one. My my call on this is the number four truck, John Hunter Nemechek. I, I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going to give that a solid pass. I mean, my, my biggest thing is he... Last year, he was in a position where he was in... As much as you can be this in a NASCAR Cup Series position, he was in a dead-end job. Exactly. Front row motorsports. You're not going to get anywhere, but you're probably not going to get enough attention to get you somewhere better either. Fair. You're kind of stuck. You've seen the other guys. like They've even been talked about good during the broadcast. They talked about John Hunter Nemechek. I think it was Darlington. He was doing really well. Anthony Alfredo, there's a couple moments where he was doing really well. Neither one of those have a cup ride right now. I think he took the right approach and um, kind of backing up and punting. He went down to the truck series, which could have been a risk. Because obviously that's going to be a lower pay, less exposure, all that. But he did that, and he had the exact season he needed other than the championship race. I mean, you can't argue with that. He ran every race. Uh, he had five wins, 11 top oh, fives. Good. He ran every race. Oh, wow. I'm glad he did that. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> you know who also ran every race? Quinn Half. Fair point. 16 <laughs> top tens, and he really deserved champion. I don't think anyone's going to argue that Anyone other than John Hunter Nemechek should have won that championship. Yeah, and it's and I, just I, format. I think a really cool it. stat is he had sixteen top tens. In there was only races. six races he didn't finish in the top ten. <laughs> it's pretty nuts. You think about it. You got probably a few DNFs in there. Other than that, yeah. if he was in it, he was in it. Yeah, he was. He was. If he didn't win, he was probably right there. He was on the or front he page. was or he got DNF'd somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Somebody else I, DNF'd him. And so. I, I mean, I could argue this is another point of where the. Uh, current point system sucks really the fact that a back marker hit him on lap one and that ended his championship hopes but that was last episode we won't go there. yeah we won't go that again we anyway won't go there so congratulations john Hunter check truck driver of the year i'm pretty sure there's probably other people that give that out too it's like yeah. some dude from like swift trucking wins driver of the year anyway he wouldn't win let's mo- you know year. what let's let's go to a different category and then we'll come back to the the driver of the year. I think we need to go with race of the year. Now, this one is hotly contested. We were talking about this earlier. I think that we're close, but I still think we disagree. So who is your, what is, what is your race of the year? My call is in the Cup Series, the Bristol Night Race. I'm going to disagree with you, and I'm also going to say Bristol, but I'm saying Bristol Xfinity Race. You know what's funny? What? 
Neither one of us are talking about the dirt race. The dirt race wasn't good. I know. I didn't enjoy it. I'm just saying. I was there. You covered and You up. were there too, right? Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> yeah. We were, were there. both there. And I didn't enjoy it, even though Logano won. It, it was cool, but I mean, they tried to do it at daytime. Anyways, not what we're talking about. I was just Moving trying to on. bring up the yep. point of hey, we're both trying to say best race here. We're b- both saying Bristol, and neither one of them was the thing that neither they covered a, it in dirt. Yeah, for. dirt. Well, here here's my point of view on the Cup Series side for that race. You have Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott start their feud. Right, who's right, who's wrong, I don't care. What I'm saying is all that race did was it built the drama that we had through the playoffs that led to the incidents at the Charlotte Roval and all that kind of stuff. It really led to an entertaining finish with the fight at the end and Kevin Harvick not being very nice Cry on Cry baby Harvick. Cry baby Harvick. Yeah, that... Um, I don't know. I kind of I I like him being the older guy that's stuck in his ways and arrogant. And he's kind of like that guy. He's he's become the equivalent of NASCAR's get off my lawn guy. <laughs> that's that's really what he is. Is he's the old man yelling at clouds for no reason, and to go out there and yell at Chase Elliott for you know acting like a kid when you are out there looking like you are got a full diaper and you are about to swing is such a bad look for Kevin Harvick. <laughs> I thought I, I could not believe, and the people were defending him. And I yeah. and I tweeted after that race, if that was Kyle Busch doing that to, to Chase Elliott, they, he would have been absolutely crucified. It would have <laughs> been a done deal. But because it's Kevin Harvick, old man Harvick, people gave him a pass, and I thought that was stupid. That's just my opinion, though. But I, I think Harvick's a very entertaining figure. I think so too. I want him in this. Like I like I like him as a figure, but yeah, he I, I'm not made saying, a bad call. Exactly. Um, it's gonna be gonna be sad when he leaves us in a couple of years. But anyway, race of the year. That's a big part of that race. Yeah. But oh, and guess who won it? Who? Kyle. Oh, Larson. it was a Kyle Larson, the guy so that won everything. So you have everything. that drama, and then you have the basically the champion of the season. Yeah. Come over and sweep the win away from those two who are fighting. Yeah, Chase Elliott, in all honesty, should have won that race. My call for race of the year is the Xfinity race. Almost purely because of that absolutely wacky restart at the end. In the yeah, finish. That, was, that finish was insane. I don't think, in, in my mind, I could not pick a race that didn't have some sort of historical significance to it. And the fact that as soon as that race was done, people were already talking about it as possibly one of the greatest race racing finishes of all time. Like not even like NASCAR guys. Like I saw a it was a video on YouTube talking about just moments of the year, like motorsports moments of the year that was like in every racing series imaginable. And yeah. that was that was like the only NASCAR clip. Yeah. I thought that was absolutely utterly insane. I w- I'm so sad I wasn't there. And I will say, I, I kind of wish I would have done a little more looking at the Xfinity Series because I thought we were just doing Cup Series race no. of the year. No, it's not how that works. Because, let's be honest, the Xfinity Series time and time and time again has outperformed the Cup Series. Almost uh, almost on a weekly basis, you could argue. Granted, I feel like that's a common theme with motorsports because isn't that the case in F1 as well? F- F2 is F2 usually... is awesome. People, it's well, it's spec, spec uh, with quotations around it because, yeah. of course... You can make a spec car better, but yeah, they're absolutely insane in F two. It's it's super cool because you're seeing different people every week. Yeah, they'll do a f- uh, they'll do a sprint race. Somebody will win that. They'll do a feature race. Somebody will win that. 
Um, the point standings are all, all over the place. Oscar Piastri has been the guy. Yeah. I did not have a very good race this weekend at Jeddah, though. F2 did not. Um, yeah. Right off the start, pretty much my favorite driver, Theo Porcher, got bodied because he stalled off and the line. And then I sent you LOL because yeah. I hadn't seen the... <laughs> I was like, dude, he almost died. <laughs> that <laughs> and, was unfortunate. Uh, I apologize. And then my other favorite driver, Liam Lawson, got shunted. All my favorite guys had a bad race. I mean, I like Piastri. I'm glad he won. He's got to be the champion. If anybody else wins that championship, it's malarkey. But um, but what I'm saying is I think um, this kind of argument brings up the point that being the top series in your sport makes it hard to be the best because you have to deal with the politics of being the top series in your sport. NASCAR, obviously, they're going with the um, lower horsepower and the higher downforce, which none of the races I considered the best had that package. Weird. Yeah, I know, right? We have that coming on in NASCAR, and that's by push of the manufacturers wanting to have less horsepower, makes it more cost-efficient. And I mean, they're not selling 800-horsepower cars on the lot. They're what, 400? It's probably about right, 500 about, maybe. Yeah, about that. So, so you mentioned you mentioned the, uh, the, the, the packages. Yeah. Um, I'm pulling back up the top 10 on the Gluck poll, top 10 best and top 10 worst as voted by the people that voted in his poll. Top 10 best races of the year. They would also agree number one was Bristol Night. This is only for Cup. Um, Bristol, Martinsville 2. Darlington 2, Las Vegas, the first one, the second Martinsville. So Martinsville has two of the top five. It's almost like short tracks are good or something. Weird. Charlotte, Roval, Daytona 2, New Hampshire, Talladega, and Clash. Those are the top ten best races of the year. Now look at the top ten worst races of the year as voted on the Gluck poll. The Daytona 500 came in as the tenth worst race of the year. Just Which, I super mean, and sad, I'm going to be honest, I don't think there's really much they could have done about that. No. It's just the fact that the big one happened on lap 15. Because when you have that few cars, you could not build a run. I, I fell asleep. I didn't even watch the end of it. Fair. Because that, that's the thing. When you have that few cars on a super speedway package, if someone goes out to try and make a move, everyone else knows, well, it's probably smarter and safer to just stay down here and we'll get a spot out of it. Yeah. So moving on, Daytona, Richmond 2, Kansas, Coda, which was a failure on weather in NASCAR's part. Yeah. I think it'd be a great track. Richmond, Texas All-Star, Atlanta, Charlotte, Texas, Las Vegas. Uh, also, Las Vegas is 20 points behind Texas for the worst spot with a 23% approval rating. Texas is ninth with a 45%. You get the duality of that. You have both Texas races as the worst. Well, duh. You have a Las Vegas race in the top 10 best and the top 10 worst. Kind of crazy how that kind of ends up. Yeah. So, okay. But, yeah, I think there's a couple other things that you can argue for race of the year. Second Martinsville race, you could argue as a race of the year. Yeah, that was. A good I think one. that Charlotte Roval was a great race. Yeah. I think that the clash on the road course, even though it did one a points paying race, that was a great race. It was. I, I think I would argue though above Martinsville that Bristol or not Martinsville of uh, the Roval that Bristol built what happened at the Roval. That's. I feel like that's also true. Yeah. Without yeah, Bristol, Bristol a lot you don't of, have the stuff that made the Roval great. Bristol set a lot of, like you said, the storylines going throughout the playoffs in motion. Yeah. The Har- the Harvick Elliott thing. Yeah. The Byron and Bowman just n- really just making it. Um, yeah. Kind of thing. So, all that set aside, I think that you have to go. As much as I love the Xfinity race, I will bow the knee and give it to Bristol, the night race for Cup. With all of that. What happened, what it set in motion, the finish, the Harvick-Elliott thing, Larson winning. Without that drama, Xfinity takes it. 
I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give it. So official winner, race of the year, Bristol, Bristol two. So Bristol two. Good job. Yeah. Great. Bristol two. So now we're gonna go into. Uh, let's go ahead and let's hit Xfinity Driver of the Year. I think this is going to be a little. This is going to be very controversial. We have come to the Natalie conclusion. Decker. Natalie, wait. wait. She didn't race. Okay, uh, she could still win though. She is the greatest of all time. Yeah. <laughs> so, don't discount Natalie from winning a race that she's not even in, dude. That so, was mean. I apologize. Anyway, Xfinity Driver of the Year goes to. Ty Gibbs. Ty Gibbs. Mr. Silver Spoon. <laughs> Silver Spoon Gibbs. I mean, listen, you can, you cannot argue with Ty Gibbs being the driver of the year. He raced 18 times, four wins, nine top fives, and ten top tens. And let's be real, he could have had at least, uh, off the top of my head, I think he probably could have got five, at le- maybe six. Oh, he yeah. was in a really good spot in something goofy. Well, see, and, and part of it is I'm actually curious to see what happens. I think it's kind of obvious he's going to get, I think it's the 18 car next year in the Xfinity Series. I think it's fairly obvious we're waiting on that announcement. I mean, I don't know what we're waiting on. If he gets that, I'll so be he's curious re- to He's see. replacing the Xfinity champion? I think so. Wasn't, it, wasn't he? Yeah, he's going, to, he's going to Colleg, I think. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Crazy. So. Big shoes knew, to fill. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Val Wait, are you saying that he's not a worthy champion? No. But he won the championship. He's got to be good. He probably had what, like 10 wins? Uh, he's good. He's not a winner. What, to win the championship, you have to win at least like six, seven, eight races? And no. How many? Uh, none? Uh, zero. You Until can win the championship? Zero. Oh, I guess. Yeah, sorry, my bad. I forgot, I forgot what sport this was. But if he if he goes up to Xfinity, which we expect him to, I ex- I'm curious to see how he and Sam Mayer get along. <laughs> because that that's kind of what cost him at least one race for sure. The one yeah. I was at at Martinsville. <laughs> him and Mayer, him and Mayer were not the best of pals. I don't think they're gonna hang out during Christmas. Is me, that's too, what me neither. Me so. neither. Ain't nobody getting no Christmas ain't cards. No Christmas cards from those two. If if they do give Christmas cards, we ain't allowed to read them on here. But <laughs> <laughs> I think as long as he can keep his cool, he's gonna be good. I mean, we look at it and he. I will say, the second half of his part-time season, he did seem to falter a little bit. I just not I just, a ton. I just think he had lightning bit. in the bottle at the beginning. And yeah, it was just and that's like what it was. Yeah, that's probably what it was. But it's just an interesting. I hope that he can keep it up because I mean, you think of drivers who have a awesome little bit like William Byron Truck Series did great. Should have won the championship if it wasn't for a points format. But Oops. Should should have won that championship, and then you see when he's done. Obviously, I feel like there's more to it than just him. But just hoping that Ty Gibbs can keep that going. He he's shown really good talent. As long as he can um, keep performing enough to fend off the Silver Spoon comments, I feel like he's gonna be gonna be okay. Uh, let's give. I'm gonna give an honorable uh, runner up to uh, Boris Said um, for Driver <laughs> of the Year. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. He had one start, zero top <laughs> tens, zero top fives. It was a legendary moment. So, <laughs> in all honesty, a actual good runner-up, Austin Sendrick. I think you could make an argument. Of course, five wins, 22 top fives. Almondinger, five wins, 18 top fives. And then you could honestly even throw Allgaier and Gragson in there. I think it was a lot more top-heavy 
in Xfinity. I thought it was a great Xfinity year. Yeah. Um, Ty Gibbs just being the best of those. Yeah, it was it was a great year. Yeah. For Cindric, for Gre- uh, Gregson made a big step up. Dinger, he won at Indianapolis and in Cup. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he got really lucky on that. Yeah, but, uh, but he still won the race. So there, the Xfinity series had a lot of people. A lot who of good could, moments. Yeah, year. exactly. I thought you, it was a great Xfinity season. It's almost like it's a better series than the Cup series. No. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, so now this one we haven't decided. We're going to decide right here, right now. This is for paint scheme of the year. There are a couple that we can look at here. So I'll give you what we have kind of come to as the finalist. Kevin Harvick's Gravedigger car. Kevin Harvick's Bush to the Moon car. The Tide Ride that Jones had at the Roval. I mean, not the Roval, idiot. Uh, the the dirt. Bristol Dirt. <laughs> we have the Spire Plus car, which was the car that um, Justin Haley drove that looked like it was made out of crayon. I love that car. This one's kind of weird. The Kyle Bush Ethel M car. I just, something about it. Just I just like it. Uh, the Chase good. Elliott Ashok car. And uh, I think you had one or two others that you really enjoyed. That was that you hit them. I would say maybe the Logano throwback car. Logano throwback car. And I also think honorable mention is the Daniel, every Daniel Suarez car. Yeah. I, I'm going to throw in the Tootsie's car. They just released. They also did the next gen car. See, that's it's beautiful. I, I'm gonna throw that one in there as an honorable mention as well. I'm gonna toss that one though. That one sucks. How dare you? <laughs> that is a beautiful car. You know, what? I don't think you. Do, I, you know, what? I've taken away your right to decide who paint scheme of the year is. You clearly don't know anything about paint scheme. <laughs> my vote for scheme of the year, fraud, voter fraud. I'm honest. You took away my vote. I'm honestly about to scratch some heads, but my vote for scheme of the year. Make sure is they're okay Justin with Haley's it. Spire Plus crayon car. Every time I look at it, I don't it just, see what you it see just gets better. I don't see what you it see. It just there. gets better. It just looks terrible. That looks incredible. Look at that. My brother that is so cool. That. He is twelve years old. That's the point. <laughs> that you're missing the whole point. Why would you give? Because the it's paint so incredibly different. That is so good. Different is a good word for different it. Different is a good <laughs> word. Stupid's a word for you for not liking it. Good How do you not, not like that? Word. That is such a good paint scheme. Okay, well then, what's your vote? I would have said the A-Shock car. The A-Shock car? Yeah, the 9 A-Shock. The 9 A-Shock. You prefer the 9 A-Shock over yes, a the, thousand percent. the beauty. You know what I prefer to that car? What? Anything that JTT Doherty How has. D- you cannot remotely compare any of the Doherty cars. Actually, it's pronounced Darty. I know this. That's fine. I don't know why they say Doherty. It's Brad Darty is his name. My dad went to school with him. I don't understand how you could possibly put those two in the same category. Because that's a dumb car. You know what? What? I'm going to have to forcefully disagree with you on this. I cannot believe you don't like that. It's because I have eyes. (laughs) I, I cannot believe you don't like that. You know what? How, okay, we're gonna send it to Twitter. Okay, I, we'll put it. We'll put a. Actually, I can put a thing on the podcast. We're gonna have a vote. Paint scheme of the year. We're gonna move it down between Justin Haley's Martinsville car and Chase Elliott's stupid A shot car, and whoever wins will win the paint scheme of the year. So it's gonna go to a fan vote. Well, then I can tell you who's gonna win because it's a fan vote, and Chase Elliott's gonna win because Chase Elliott has a bunch of stands. <laughs> anyway, it. so okay, so I win. There isn't a paint scheme of the year. <laughs> we can't agree on one. So I cannot believe you. I I don't I cannot believe that you do not like that car. I it thought, looks I thought it was beautiful. A five year old drew it. I cannot believe you don't like that. A five year old drew I it. I cannot I'm looking believe at it. this. 
goodness, dude. Yeah, that's terrible. You you are the worst. You are actually the worst. Anyway, before <laughs> before we say something, let's go to a different category. Let's go to a completely different category. Hopefully one you don't need eyes for because apparently yours don't work. Okay, I think we agree on this one. Uh, oh, the award for most likely to kill a racetrack goes to... Quinn Howe. No! <laughs> it's Alex Bowman. Oh, Dude, I don't understand. We gotta stop. Let, uh, he's my favorite driver, but every time he wins, I get a little shaky because they're probably gonna close the track down. Um, <laughs> Martinsville's on suicide watch. <laughs> Martinsville is on suicide watch. Chicagoland gone. Richmond gone. Dover gone. Denny Hamlin's career gone. I mean, he kills everything. <laughs> so, dude, I don't. I, of course, it's just luck, and it's just the luck of the draw. But I do not understand how he kills every track he wins on. Pocono, maybe Pocono too. Yeah. So. It's insanity. Everywhere he wins, they're trying to shut it down. I got another superlative for you. Okay. This would be most likely to have an equipment failure we all still consider to be his fault. Um, Quinn Howe. That one actually Quinn is Quinn Howe. <laughs> Nashville Super Speedway, lap one, straight into turn one wall. Bomb. And we're all thinking, what an idiot. Surprise, it's actually not his fault, yeah. but we're going to blame it for him it's anyway. It's still his fault, though. Everything's Quinn House's fault. Exactly. The Dow Jones is down 25 points today. Gas thanks, prices are like $4 almost. Yeah, my, my date canceled on me. Thanks, Quinn House. Yeah. My light bill got shut off because I haven't paid in six years. Thanks, Quinn House. No. <laughs> Big ups, bro. Yeah, thanks a lot. Golly, bro. What, what you got for another product? I still cannot bit. believe you don't like that paint scheme. I, I cannot get over that. So this one, let's go and let's do, let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. Cup Driver of the Year. I don't think there's any disagreement on Cup Driver of the Year, which is exactly why Cup Driver of the Year goes to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Let's go, Ricky Ricky Stenhouse. (laughs) In all honesty, uh, Driver of the Year goes to uh, Kyle Larson. So I don't think there's any argument about (laughs) giving it to Kyle Larson. races and lead over 2,500 laps. Breaking the all-time record, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he did. Oh yeah, I think he I think he broke it pretty good. That's insanity. Well, see, and if you put his career into context, a year ago we didn't was, know if he'd ever yeah. drive a car again. The mistake that he made, um, a big mistake, a and big he got mistake. punished rightly for it. Yeah, we didn't know if he would be yeah. in a spot of relevance again. Yep, ever, and not, not, um, not even a year later, like ever. And that that's the thing. There's been people that have made that mistake in the past and came back, but he did it at the worst possible time. Yeah, that is. You have very everything true. going on yep. in the country that's going on, and that and COVID, and yeah, just a just a time of just insanity. The fact that he was able to come back from that and then dominate the season—that's pretty nuts. Yeah, that's uh, a, that's rare. I don't know if you could ever see not being in a car to domination in one year ever again. No, unless Keep Natalie Decker comes back. Well, yeah, she could. I mean, I think she'd probably win thirty-six we races. We're so mean to Natalie and Quinn. We are. Yeah. I mean, I am. We are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do I feel bad about it? No. No, not really. If you're going to put so. yourself on that high of a platform, you got to be ready you for gotta it. you got to be ready to take some criticism from two dudes speaking into microphones in the middle of nowhere with nobody listening. If you exactly. Can't, if you can't take that, then you don't deserve to be in the spotlight. Exactly. So <laughs> exactly. If you're worrying about right sides only, you probably have bigger fish that you need to be worrying about. Uh, we do have one more award. This is probably the most important award um, to me. I value this award greatly because it's the Turnpike Dipstick of the Year Award. You know, that um, is how I describe you. <laughs> dipstick? Yeah. <laughs> you know, usually, like on my car, I had to get a new dipstick because my oil level receded. 
So I had to get a longer dipstick. It was pretty fun. Anyway. You need help. I, I just had to get a new dipstick. So anyway. That's not the problem. The Dipstick of the Year Award is reserved <laughs> for a real pinhead, like a certified ignoramus. A, uh, one might call you a monkey-headed buffoon or um, a dingus. Or they're that kind of person that when they open their mouth, tumbleweeds just fall out because they have nothing of value. Like um, I said, the brain is like a, you. Yeah, the, the brain is like a computer stuck on a four or four page. Um, Cirque du Soleil is jealous of all the clowning that this one of individual can achieve, and that's why the 2020 to 2021 Turnpike Dipstick of the Year Award goes to, drum roll please, Derek Cope. Yes, Derek Cope. Derek Cope. So, if, for those of you that don't remember, the genius of Derek Cope, during one of the dual races, he was doing about 60 miles an yes. hour on the skirt when they were coming three wide at 200 miles an hour right beside him. He did not move down at all. No, that, that was He a, had all the room in the world. He almost, he almost Kevin LePage the whole field, which would have been an absolute disaster. I would have loved it. Uh, he's only, he was only like, what, like 68? Talk about Morgan Shepard and Logano vibes. Oh, my gosh. Um, he shouldn't have been out there on the track. He could have really injured himself or somebody else. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm not going to put that as much on Kevin LePage. Uh, Kevin LePage. Let me start that a sentence again. I'm not going to yes. put that on Derek Cope. As much as I would his sp- whoever's spotting for him on the spotter's booth, <coughs> say something, man! Like get him out of there. <laughs> yeah, it was it was brutal, man. It was it was nuts. Whew, man, I just I just could not believe that when I saw that. That was a bad move. That was that was dangerous. That was so. terrible. Oh, I also had a most likely to say uh, one stormy night long ago, five people stepped into the door of an elevator and into a nightmare. A mountain goes to Eric Estep. Shout out uh, Hollywood Tower Hotel. Let's go. Um, did you have anything else that you had? I had one more. Most likely to lose his job in 140 characters. Matt De Benedetto. Oh yeah, Matt. That's a that's that's probably a he good. Took, that's probably a good he one. He took free agency about as terrible as you could take <laughs> it. And it's not like I mean you can have your own views on all this stuff, but when you are at the top level of motorsports and you're trying to vow for yourself to corporations to throw money at your name so they can have them plaster all over you you don't want to make these kinds of headlines very true yeah that's that's very fair as much like you said as much as you agree or disagree with whatever he said like you have to be thinking about your job exactly so that's that's important i hope the guy figures something out i think he's kind of played the and I, i stood up for it for a little while but i think he's played the pity role a little too much and yeah I know a lot of people would also agree with you on that. Yeah, um, I haven't been following that as closely as I as I probably should have. Um, yeah, because I don't I haven't watched every single tweet or whatever. But I think a lot of a lot of people would actually really agree with you. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's fair enough. Good deal. I think you can also give a moment for a uh, best moment of the year. Uh, Kyle Busch at Bristol. If uh, you love you some rowdy, let me hear you say boo. That's a good. Oh yeah. That's a quote of the year. Definitely that one. I found that was hilarious. I couldn't hear what he was saying because it was so loud in the stadium at that point. We love you some rowdy. Let me hear you say boo. God, we love Kyle Busch here at this show. Yeah, um, he's so he's entertaining. For the he sport. is very entertaining. So now we'd like to officially conclude the whatever we're calling this. The Russamis. Russamis. So thank you for tuning in. Um, but that's not the whole show. Uh, hit the brakes. Whoa. Because we have a little bit of other news that we wanted to cover. Since the show's not over yet, 
Let's talk about the tracks that we had from last year. The new ones that came in. How did they do? What did we think? Do we want them back? What could improve them? So we had four new tracks last year. Quote, unquote, four new tracks. Really, technically, two new tracks. Two new configurations. Yeah. Um, so we had Nashville Super Speedway. We had Bristol Dirt. We had the Indy Grand Prix Road Course. Quote, unquote, and whatever. And then Circuit of the Americas. Cota. 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 Um, great racetrack. Terrible race, but we'll get to that. Let's start with Nashville Super Speedway. Personally, I know going into that weekend, everybody was kind of dogging on it, like really yeah. hard. And then it turned out to be a really good... I thought it was a really good race. I really enjoyed it. It, it was really good. I, I would say that it really threw us for a curveball because everyone heard a mile and some change, concrete, super speedway. When you hear that, you think mile and a half, basically. Yeah. I think... And it even threw the teams off because you all the issues they were having there... That braking was yeah, a the big deal. Were the big issue, yep. And the fact that it was um, a mile point three instead of a mile point five apparently made a huge difference in the fact that you you have to lift. That really helped it, and I feel like this is a market that we need to continue to pursue. Oh yeah. I feel like even if Nashville Fairgrounds happens, which we will get to that eventually, either this week or next week, even if Nashville Fairgrounds gets a date, I feel like we still need to give the super speedway a date i'm gonna have to agree with that i like i said i thoroughly enjoyed the race i also think every race that they had in nashville this year was great the indie street circuit was great but i i really enjoyed it where has ally been until recently we needed ally in this sport a long time ago yeah they've been because awesome they have come in the and they have absolutely slung money it, it must be working out for them because they continue to do it they came in you know they, they're sponsored johnson they sponsored bowman they sponsored i think it was the ally 400 at nashville yeah and it was fantastic from what i heard people said that the track was fine people said it was good uh, yeah, the I racing think, was good i think the only issues that really came up is one water they ran out of water way too early yeah. Like, well, you know who else? But did? that was a common. So did so did Bristol. Yeah. When I we, went to the concession we there, stand. Yeah, I'm not nothing. ten years old. I went to the concession stand, and the only things they had was beer. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> I think a big part of the Bristol thing was I, I think when it got delayed, they probably thought that as many people weren't going to come back because usually when you yeah. delay a race, people got to go to work. Yeah. So I think they but thought yeah, that numbers would be installed. smaller. But uh, people really wanted to see Bristol dirt, so people came back in droves. Yeah. And they did not have enough supplies. So yeah. that was fun, but it was it was we'll we'll talk about that some other. I time. think the only other issue was um they had to work on their parking logistics. I think it was hard. We it, it wasn't a Kentucky 2011 thing. It wasn't the best. They I think did they delay it at all to let people in? I feel like they did, but that may have been not that I'm not not that I remember, but they probably did. Well, I think let's give a let's let's give a a give yes a, or no on Nashville. So, yeah. Okay. So yeah. I'm going to say Nashville was a success. I hope they do it again. Yeah. And I really like what they did with they had the one-off paint scheme for Alex Bowman. Yeah. The special. I think that's cool. So I, I would love that if they brought that back, do another special paint scheme. I think it'd be cool if, if like a sponsor of a race sponsors a car in the same race. I think yeah. it'd be cool to do something cool. I like when people do special one-offs and stuff. So Yeah, and um, I know um, – I know Nashville has a four-year contract. This was obviously the first year. So 2024 is the last current scheduled race. So hopefully that continues um, with SMI ownership. Hopefully that continues even after the fairgrounds is hopefully added. Um, that would be my only concern for it is um, I don't want to lose this track. It's a good track. Ten years ago, it did not look like a good track, but that's I think it was because 
of the age of the pavement. I think the aging of it helped. But um, it's a good track I don't want to see gone. Yep. So National Super Speedway gets a big thumbs up from us. Yes. So one that's not necessarily as cut and dry as that one. Yeah. Bristol Dirt. Very, very mixed feelings on Bristol Dirt. Extremely mixed feelings. So I think that they went into this with a wrong approach in the fact that they went for a day race. They wanted to keep, and I'm not sure how the scheduling goes, if they have dates that have to be between here and here or something like that, but they saw that it's going to be the spring race, and they're like, well, if it's spring, we'll just go ahead and do it during the daytime so it's not cold, I guess was probably their mindset. Son, it was hot. (laughs) Yeah. It just did not work out. The dirt dried out too quick, and then you couldn't, you could barely see the track. Drivers couldn't see. They had to make it single file restarts after a while. We were we were pretty close, and I took a guy, my friend, to his first NASCAR race ever was Bristol Dirt. And we're sitting there, and one of the cars flung a giant rock through the fence, pelted him in the shoulder. Like, it drew blood from underneath his shirt. Oof. And that was interesting. So it's like, hey, that doesn't usually happen in NASCAR races. <laughs> uh, you usually don't get that hurt unless you're, like, sitting, like, at the fence at Daytona. And then you have worse problems. Austin I Dillon did, I did, I did not enjoy Bristol Dirt. I, I think part of it is we were sitting super close. Like, we were sitting closer. We had yeah, to move. Yeah, you, you were sitting too close. We had to move. I, I saw where y'all were at. That was way too close. Yeah, that was... We were up, we were up top, and it tr- wasn't bad. The truck race wasn't awful. The truck race was not No, the awful. truck race was pretty good. Um, I think part of that's the length, because that is a extremely long race for dirt. We're trying to take a series that, one, the cars are way heavier, two, the races are way longer, and three, it's daytime on a kind of discipline yep. that usually has less lighter cars at night. I think if they do move it tonight, it will be better. Yeah. I also think that, of course, they, it was the they first... They are moving it tonight for next year. It was year. the first trial. You're going to have problems and issues and things that will come up. They need to take off the windshields. Yeah, they need to put screens yeah. and not windshields. That was a mistake. Yeah, that race was just weird. I was excited because I thought I was going to see Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson battling for the win and they wreck each other and it was just it was it was just a weird race sitting in the stands absolutely caked not having a good time i was not thrilled when they came over the announcements and announced that they were going to do it again next year yeah what made bristol dirt look even worse was how bristol night was so incredibly good i would argue that we want a dirt race if we want a dirt race we need to go to a dirt track well you see how that worked out for the trucks at knoxville you what a great do you race! See how it worked out at Eldora. <laughs> oh yeah, it worked out. I'm just saying this year's Knoxville was nuts. Well, yeah, and I, I honestly think NASCAR needs to just step off their high horse, make amends with Tony Stewart, and go to Eldora. I think everyone needs to make amends with Tony Stewart. <laughs> Ford needs to make amends. NASCAR needs to make amends. Ford don't need to make amends. I want to see Dodge. <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah, I'm just saying that they just owe him. So don't fix what ain't broke would be my kind of words on this because it, it's. A track that is consistently a awesome track. Yes, there's been some attendance issues in the spring. The racing is always good, and you've made it something where we're actually talking about how it was kind of a not great event to be at. So yeah, I, I, like I said, I didn't enjoy it. I'm sure I'm, I know that there was other people there that really did. Yeah. So from us, as of right now, I'm gonna give it a thumbs down. They have yeah. a good chance of making it a little bit better. Yeah. So I agree. Indy Grand Prix. Yes. 
I give it a yes. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was a good road course race until the end. Yeah, that was pretty nuts. Keep in mind, I was Logano also... Logano got launched and Byron and... I was watching this race from the hospital bed with COVID, so... Um, I don't remember a ton of it to be. To, yeah, <laughs> to and let it, you know. For, for it, it was a good road course race. It, I don't feel like nothing. I mean, the end of the race was insane. O- other than that, it was a pretty average road course race. The end when the curb decided to explode, you know, trip a bunch of drivers. <laughs> I remember that part. Goodness, that was. Nuts. And then um, Briscoe and Hamlin, Hamlin at the end. I I give it a big thumbs up. I hesitate to give it that because I want the oval back. Fan attendance says no. I don't care. It's kind of nuts. I don't care how that 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 track is just so. Lay lay marketing down for a moment. We had a race from 1994 up until last year on the historic Indianapolis Oval. Whether the racing was good or not, that was a crown jewel. The to me, the fact wasn't oh you can go three wide at this track. The fact was you just won on the hallowed grounds of Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Which you could argue that for the Grand Prix, you're still in Indianapolis, but this is not the same. That is not the circuit they've ran for over 100 years. Yeah, I feel like that one's going to come down to a, everyone's going to feel differently about that one. Yeah. I think most of the drivers feel like the oval is the way they want to go because as a competitor, you just want to win on that. But at the same time, I could see a lot of fans saying that they like the road course better. It's more entertaining. Fair point. Fair point. Fair enough. So, what's uh, your, what? So, we. I'm going to give that one a thumbs up. I agree. I think a thumbs up on that one. Yep. Coda. 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 I'm going to say, I think Coda is a great track. I think NASCAR needs to go back. I just think they need to get their head out of their butt and realize that it was NASCAR that ruined that race. That was, that is an amazing racetrack that was ruined by poor officiating and awful weather. Inclement weather. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think you can give that one an up or down rating. I think this year's race was a down rating. But I think Absolutely. the outlook on it looking like a like a thumbs up is very high. So I think yeah. that race next year in good weather will be a good race. Yeah, I, I love agree. the track. It was some Austin Cindric up there leading laps, Kyle Busch leading laps. Yeah, it was it was a, I thought it was pretty good until they just lost absolute control. Yeah, Cole Custer slamming into Martin Truex Jr. People running off the road every six seconds. It felt like you know it's it is what it is. But the race itself was bad. But I think the track can produce good racing. Yeah, that that's one of those things that we're gonna have to see future um, races and see that that it's a good track that I hope we get to see its true ability. I guess yep. ability. Would be I, I agree with that. The potential. So, yeah. So right now, thumbs down. Outlook, thumbs up. Yeah. I feel exactly. like that's pretty fair. With that, that's gonna conclude episode number two of Right Sides Only. We thank you for coming back. Absolutely. We're surprised that you came back because we didn't <laughs> think you would. Next um, week we got a lot of track conversations going on. We know we, there's been a. News as far as the North Carolina bill with um, North Wilkes and Rockingham. Darn right there is. As well as we got um, tracks that are coming new in uh, 22 with Gateway to the Cup Series. Heck yes. Lucas Oil to the Truck Series. I'm excited. I think Me it's going to be good. So. It, that That's going to be a really fun episode. Today was a lot more kind of uh, opinionative uh, looking back at the season. Next week will be very much uh, looking at the exciting news when it comes to the schedules. I'm so glad we have schedule news again. That's pretty cool. Isn't it's, it? yeah, that didn't happen for what? 20 well, th- years? Well, we also had schedule news that was, we're not going there anymore. <laughs> exactly. We had plenty of schedule news with COVID. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, glad to have that coming up. Thank you all for uh, coming back and listening to another Absolutely. episode. Hopefully, you all join us again next week. So, yeah, thank you for watching Right Sides Only, where if you ain't right, you get left. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Amen.